Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. It's 10.33am. Great to have your company here on Racing HQ. It's time for Going Greyhounds. I'm Mark Olmus. And for the next half hour, we'll talk all things greyhound racing from all across the country. Uh, a couple of very special guests coming up. We'll be speaking to trainer of the Bathurst Cup winner, Mick Hardman, coming up, as well as Tess Simmons, the owner of Incapacitated. And then we'll have Shane Stiff, the president of of the Dubbo Grand Racing Club join us on the third and final segment of the show and we'll catch up with Jason Patch Adams of, of course, The Catching Pen uh, to find out what's coming up this evening, 7pm on Sky Racing 2. Wonderful to have your company. Feature racing wrap to start us off. The Group 1 Gold Bullion was run on Thursday night and won by the superstar Victorian Shimmershine, who now heads to the Group 1 Temley at the Meadows on Saturday night. Shimmershine won the race in 29.51 and has now won 28 of his 46 starts with prize money in excess of $530,000. The other feature event on the night was the listed gold cup over 710 metres. Top honours going to the recently crowned South Australian Greyhound of the Year, Satraculant, who was in the care of Tony Brett for the series. He too now heads to Victoria for the Group 1 Zoom Top alongside runner-up Sunset Burbsky and fourth place getter, his tears. In Victoria, the Cranbourne Cup was won by the ultra-consistent Jacks Bale. The Sandys me mum over in Western Australia at Cannington. The Memorial was won by Sunset Toxic. It was a devastating winner. And back in Queensland, the Group 3 Vince Curry Maiden was taken out by Rumble Ranger. Home here in New South Wales, the major feature event of the week was the Bathurst Cup on Friday evening. More on that in just a moment, but additionally, we also saw some nice performances at Wentworth Park on Saturday night. None more impressive than the Jack Smith-trained Jungle Deuce, who made it five wins from as many starts with a brilliant 29-58 and 58 performance. Such an exciting greyhound, which uh, we alluded to after pause of Thunder Night. That performance was just as good as any of the three Group 1 performances on that evening. Uh, but back to the Bathurst Cup last Friday... Winlock on top, started favourite from box one. His main rivals being the Mark Maroney-trained duo of Fire Legend and Fire on Ice, as well as Mick Hardman's Zulu Warlord. And Mick joins us on the line. Uh, Zulu Warlord, he uh, proved the old adage of early speed wins big races when posting an emphatic victory in the listed Bathurst Cup on Friday night, picking up $25,000, a son of Fernando Bale and Zulu Power. He covered the 520 in a brilliant 29.57, he was purchased by Mick on behalf of his owners, the Sketchy Few Syndicate, which we'll get to in a moment, Mick, uh, last year after just two starts and has since gone on to win eight from 18 with six placings, his prize money in excess of $65,000 after the Greyhound had a couple of starts with Kent Strongman. Mick, welcome to Going Greyhounds. Great to have your company and congratulations. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. What was uh, what was the thrill like on Friday night, especially after he jumped so cleanly and you heard Ron's call in the run? He uh, he was suggesting that that first split, unbelievably fast, so consistent. Uh, he, he really did deserve that one, didn't he? Yeah, look, I'm I'm really pleased for the boys, but yeah, he's um he's racing good, um, and 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 I was up at Bathurst last year for the maiden and. I wanted to go back this year. I was hoping I'd have a dog for the carnival because it's a great atmosphere and mm. 
Jason and the boys do a great job. So, yeah, so it worked out well. Uh, wonderful stuff. Three starts back. He ran third, of course, in the, in the Group 1 pause of Thunder, and he seems to have improved markedly out of that race. That was behind Wow. Uh, he's been mixing it with the best of them, including beating Simon told Helen, regardless of where you are, uh, in his heat of the pause of Thunder. Uh, he's certainly more than capable of, of mixing it at this level, and, and he still seems to be getting Mick right. Would that be a fair fair estimation? Oh, I think if you go back to the million dollar chase, he was you know he only had about five or six starts, and he and he won a he won a prelude there at Wentworth Park. The dog was on the way up then, um, and then I took him to Dapto for the mega star, and he's and I had had him in a race there, and he split his webbing really bad, so he was mm. off the scene for a month and a half or something like that. And then we took him to, to the Gosford Cup, and his run was good. Like he, he ran third, um, and off a limited preparation. So the dog's definitely on the way up. And Mick, just tell us about um, tell us about how you purchased this dog. You had a couple of starts with Kent Strongman, as we mentioned. He was lightly raced. Um, you purchased him for a, a group, I believe, called the uh, was it the Sketchy Syndicate? Um, yeah, get you a few. Yeah, yeah um, tell us tell us how it all came about. Uh, I went to school with two of the guys. I hadn't seen them in twenty odd years, um, <laughs> and the the leading syndicate manager in the and I didn't know him at all. He actually just rang me out of the blue and asked me what I'd try to try and book for him. Um, and it just happened to be that I, the two of the other guys were up and I went to school with them. So um, yeah, they asked me to find him a dog. Uh, I had my eye on the dog because there was a, a Poppy Jackson that litter as well. Okay. Um, and another one down at Narrow, they get they, you know they got a lot of ability. Um, so I rang Jessica Bruton, who I've trained for before, and yeah, I just asked her was it for sale. She said yeah, so just sort of went from there. Uh, outstanding stuff. Yeah, the sketchy few syndicate. Pardon me. No, wonderful story, and uh, it's a small world, isn't it, Mick? <laughs> it is. Yeah. Wonderful stuff. Were you surprised, though? I mean, at how well he came out of, obviously, the pause of Thunder to win his heat so easily and to win the final, it was quite easy without being arrogant in a, in a feature 25,000 to the winner race. Were you surprised? Yeah, look, he's a, he's a fantastic chaser. Look, when, when he began as well as he did, I, I was obviously quite happy. But going through the pen, like, Winlock on top was only three or four lengths behind him. But I was actually, I was actually worried. I thought he was running down and... and um, yeah, he just he, you know, he obviously got across the back. He went eighteen eighty five or what it was, and they said it was just you know phenomenal. So it was you know hard to run dogs down when they're going that quick, I suppose. And now, how has he pulled up? Uh, a sore wrist, apparently, according to a few reports. What's the next goal? Is it the egg? Yeah, he's a, he's actually pulled up. He actually pulled up pretty lame in the in the, in the near side wrist. So we'll just work on that for the next couple of weeks. And um, yeah, the egg. Obviously, hopefully, we get a couple of runs in before the egg. Uh, beautiful stuff. Now, last year you made the move from the suburbs to pursue your dream of training greyhounds uh, to, to Parksburn, just outside of uh, Goulburn, I'm led to believe. And yep. you must be pretty happy with how things are going so far. And that part of the world can get awfully cold in winter. Uh, it's performances like on Friday night that make it worth it. Yeah, um, fantastic move. Um, we've got a hundred and bit over 100, 100 acres here. Um, where we're at at the moment, I actually thought would be, you know, three to five years down the track, like with the rearing and, and, and the dogs that we got. So it's actually come around pretty fast, um, but it's been a great move. And, and you're right, Mark, the, we do get the four seasons here, I can tell you that. <laughs> Mate, you enjoying the challenge, though? Yeah, it's fantastic. And, and um, have you got much help there as well? 
No, just me and my wife. Hmm. Um, and I've got a business partner as well. He does all the paperwork and the and, and the finance side of things and, and the rearing. Um, but, yeah, it, mainly me and my wife do all the hands-on stuff. Now, that's wonderful to hear, Mick. And, and it sounds like there's more success to come. Any dogs that we should look out for? Oh, we've got a couple of young Fernando bales coming through, but they're, they're probably another four to five weeks away. But uh, they're, they're, look, they're looking promising. That's very exciting, mate. And obviously this fellow, Zulu Wallard, still very, very exciting after taking out the Bathurst Cup on Friday. Thank you so much for joining us and going Greyhounds, Mick, and all the best of luck heading towards the egg. Cheers, Mark. Big thank you to Mick Hardman for joining us here on Going Greyhounds. Lots to look forward to with the Golden Easter Egg first weekend of April, and it'll be here before we know it. We'll take a break here on Going Greyhounds. On the other side, we'll catch up with the owner of Incapacitated, Tess Simmons. Get into Totally Workwear Bridal Beer for all your workwear gear. We stock all the big brands like King G, Hard Yakka, Steel Blue, FXD and Cat with a huge range of shirts, pants, shorts and work boots. Need a fresh look for your business? We'll look after you with our custom embroidery and branding service. Come in store or we'll come to you. Open seven days and now till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Bridal Beer, 279 Victoria Road. From suits to boots, we've got you covered. G'day, this is Dave Stanley. Racing HQ Friday is all about winners. 9am, the punters panel. 10am, New South Wales previews. 10.30, Menangle with Fred Hastings. 10.45, Wentworth Park with Tim Newbold. And 11 o'clock, the Friday fill-up with Luke Marlowe. Friday is for winners. Racing HQ on Sky Sports Radio. about your next build or renovation? Wideline Windows and Doors has all the planning tools at your fingertips. Their website is full of inspirational ideas to make your project a success, advice and tips to get you started, even a colour selector and window planning tool. Plus, free online quotes. Just tell them what you need. Easy. There's never been a better time to take a closer look at the Wideline Windows and Doors website. www.wideline.com.au Racing HQ, brought to you by Tabs Treble. First leg quarter fail, it's treble time. TNC Supply, gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. Mark Olmers with you. We just had a great chat with Mick Harbin, the trainer of Zulu Warlord. Now joining us on the line is Tess Simmons, the owner of Incapacitated, who is trained by her partner, Justin King, a son of SH Avatar and Subway to Venus, has raced 38 times for 16 wins and 13 placings. He won the 2020 Group 3 Christmas Gift Shootout, ran second in the Gosford Cup at Group 2 level and was fifth, a finalist in the Group 1 Paws of Thunder behind WOW and, of course, Zulu Warlord. Uh, A massive night for yourself, Tess, and Justin this week with Incapacitated and the Rookie Rebel. Firstly, welcome, and how exciting is it to be heading interstate to contest a, a wonderful invitational like this? Good morning, guys. Uh, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, just to get the invitation um, was a big thrill, but definitely to be picked in the final eight, uh, yeah, it's it's a massive achievement for the dog. So, yeah, we're pretty excited. Don't see yourself short either, Tess, as well as Justin, to get him there. An enormous performance. It sounds like you weren't really expecting an invite. Oh, we were a bit edgy. We got invited to um, both the Temley and the Rookie Rebel, but um, we are a little on edge uh, just with the race um, at Nara just leading up to the final pick. But 
Yeah, we're we're surprised, but at the same time, like he deserved he deserved it because he has been racing. Um, I think he's been in probably about four group races in the last few months. So, yeah, he it, it was a surprise, but also at the same time, well deserved. Yeah, well, congratulations. Regardless, the rookie rebel, the six hundred, better suited for incapacitated. I think so, yeah. He seems to finish on a lot stronger. Um, so he has been screaming out a while for um, a, a bit more ground. Um, originally, Justin was going to go up to Brisbane, but with the border closures, um, that kind of threw a spanner in the work. So we had to change things up and drop him back and keep him sprinting. So it, it, it did work out in the end. Um, he's gone. He's gone well enough to get himself a spot in the Rookie Rebel. So... Yeah, pretty happy. I think it's wonderful. I mean, obviously testing times with COVID, but everybody's had to adapt. And I think people in, in all three codes of the industry have done so, so well to do just that. Now, uh, incapacitated trialed very well at the track over the weekend. What did you make of his trial and how has he pulled up? Oh, we're really happy um, with his trial, like considering it was his first look there. Um, he pulled up great like there's not a thing wrong with him um he traveled really well with justin so yeah no, everything's looking forward for him so no issues and yeah like he he couldn't have pulled up better now seven in the final what do you make of the box and how do you see the race unfolding oh we're happy with the draw um but at the end of the day i, I think he's going to need to jump in front to be a chance in the field um, I'd probably say the dangers would be last hurrah and Weblek Ace. I think they're they're probably boxed well, but like like I said, it's it's eight of the best six hundred dogs picked across Australia. So yeah, he, he's going to have to jump to to be in in it with a chance. You've obviously got enormous respect for your rivals. He's been such a consistent dog for you. Uh, how do you explain the ride he's he's taken you on so far? Can you give us a bit of insight? Yeah, look, um, we're only talking about this the other day. He's been pretty consistent, this dog. It's not often that he um, unplays. But, yeah, the ride's been pretty exciting and we've learnt a lot from this dog along the way. Um, But he he tries his best and you can't really ask for much more. It's the best thing about racing, uh, right, Tess? You never stop learning. That's it, that's it. And he's definitely taught us along the, lot, uh, along the way. $7 with tab.com.au, just for anybody keeping an eye on, an eye on the market and each way uh, price available. Now, uh, how do you think yourself and, and Justin will react if he is able to get the job done this weekend? Will there be a big party at Broadmeadows? <laughs> oh, look, when he won the Christmas gift shootout, like that was just a massive achievement Um for both Justin and myself, like that, that's our first group win. Mm. But to win a group one, that that would be pretty special. So, yeah, I think it, it'd be a, a an exciting drive home from <laughs> Melbourne. But um, yeah, nah, we'll we'll just have to see what happens. It's a big ask. There's a, there's seven other good dogs in the race, but it, it would be really nice. It'd be pretty special if he could win it. Now, incapacitated, he took six starts to break his maiden. And I was going back through his record. He started on debut, a dollar fifty-five favourite. Did you ever think that? Oh, oh, did we get this one wrong in terms of our in terms of your judgment there, Tess? Look, I underestimate the dog a lot. Justin says to me, "You, you need to have more faith in your dog. Like you, 
it, some people wait lifetimes just mm. to get winners, let alone city winners. Um, so Justin's always had a lot of faith in the dog. Um, I'm a bit superstitious, <laughs> but we did learn a bit with him at the start. Um, he had a few starts and he had a, like a little bit of a niggly injury. So we turned him out and from when we brought him back, he, he kind of hasn't really looked back. Like he's just kept improving week after week after he had those six starts. So yeah, no, Justin did always have faith in the dog, but I'm a little uh, superstitious. So <laughs> took a little bit to convince me. Murphy's Law for you, it sounds like. Now, um, obviously, you guys have done a great job. Tell us about your setup uh, property, where you train out of. Um, we're based at London Derry. Yep. Um, so I think we're, it's about four acres here. We've got a straight track, some sprint lanes. Um, probably got around... 30, maybe 40 dogs all up. Um, Justin works with the dogs full time. I still work part time, so I can't take all of the credit. <laughs> Justin definitely does a lot of the work. Um, but yeah, we, we've, we've got a few pups coming through, um, but he, he's probably the, the best dog that we've had. Um, and hopefully we get something just as good as him again in the future. <laughs> Absolutely, and hopefully uh, a bit of luck doesn't go astray this Saturday night at the Meadows Test. Thanks so much for joining us. Great chatting. I'm sure we'll chat again. And again, good luck for this Saturday at the Meadows. Thanks very much. T. Simmons there joining us on Going Greyhounds. Wonderful to, to have a chat. $7 hope uh, with tab fixed odds for this weekend's Rookie Rebel Incapacitated. We'll take a break here on Going Greyhounds. On the other side, we'll catch up with the president of the Dubbo Greyhound Racing Club, Shane Stiff. Skipped breakfast, Dick Fain, the day after Super Bowl 55. What do you make of the game? I thought it was the worst Super Bowl I've seen in a long, long time. Don't go to work on an empty stomach. And that is not just because I was cheering for the Chiefs and I was tipping the Chiefs for you guys because I want to do my job and make some Australians some money. It was just because it was never a competitive football game and the only time that it was competitive in the first quarter, it was a boring first quarter. Shut up and drive. The Big Sports Breakfast. Weekdays from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio. Mum, what has brown eyes is slow moving and eats a lot. You... Thanks. I was thinking of an ox. This Chinese New Year, it's the Year of the Ox. At Bingley, it's the Year of the Gift Card. Yes, a bonus 10% Bingley gift card when you buy a selected item worth $200 or more. At Chinese New Year, there's always something to celebrate at Bingley. Australian family owned for over 60 years. Exclusions apply. See bingley.com.au for details. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tabs Treble. First leg quaddy fail, it's treble time. TNCs apply, gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. It's eight minutes to 11 here in Sydney town. Joining us, the president of the Dubbo Greyhound Racing Club, Shane Stiff. Uh, he's pleased to announce the launch of 
the Brother Fox Carnival in May 2021, formerly the Dubbo Cup. The 2021 series will elevate in status, paying 40000 to the winner and recognise local champion greyhound Brother Fox. A Hall of Famer, Brother Fox was owned and prepared in Dubbo by Steve Kavanagh in the 1980s. He won multiple group race events, including the state's two longest-running events, the Peter Mossman and Vic Peters Classic, and he continues to influence the breeding scene today, having a successful stud career in the late 80s. Heats of the Brother Fox and Bill and Peg Miller will be run on Saturday, May 22, with the final Friday, May 28. It makes for an exciting week in Dubbo with the NRL hosting the Panthers v Rabbitohs on Sunday, May 23 at Apex Oval. Shane, welcome. Great to have you on Going Greyhounds. It must fill you with a great sense of accomplishment to have a race of this stature heading to your track. Yeah, morning, Mark, and morning to all your listeners. And, uh, yeah, mate, it's, it's a great honour for me as, as president of the Dubbo Greyhound Club and especially for our secretary and, and, and the committee and the community, Dubbo community. Uh, um, as we all know, Brother Fox was a champion dog of the 80s. Uh, um, I classed Lee Kavanagh as a mate, so it made it easy for me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, in talking with Steve Noyce, he said, we don't recognise our champions enough in, in this industry, and that be owners, trainers, greyhounds and... Um, the Dubbo committee thought, uh, how can we uh, make our carnival bigger and better? And uh, the name Brother Fox kept popping up, which was a no-brainer. He was a, a legend, and uh, it's real good. And it's it, like a $40,000 group three race at Dubbo. Sensational. Yeah, that is marvellous. And it's interesting you mention that because it's always one of our challenges in racing to uh, try to move forward with the times, but also uh, remember the great champions, whether it be on the track or of the turf, who have helped shape us of what we are today. Yeah, well, I mean, the GBODA are doing it with uh, the Hall of Fame and mm. start with the Million Dollar Chase winners and all that. And um, these past champions, um, especially the you know the Black Top, Newcastle Forgotten. Mm. Hopefully, Brother Fox, we can get it up the same standards. Uh, start at forty thousand and. Uh, my goal would be to get it to 100,000 within the next five years would be sensational. And imagine the, the, the quality of greyhounds you'll get there too. No, looking forward to seeing this race progress over the next couple of seasons. For those listening who may have never heard of Brother Fox, can you describe him in your own words? Can you remember him racing, Shane? Mate, uh, I had the privilege of, of uh, working at Riverston Meatworks where Ronnie Brown was and he helped Steve a lot and... Uh, I caught Brother Fox in one of his first trials at Harold Park. Is that right? With Ronnie. So I, I know the dog real well. And I was in, we had a dog in the maiden final at Grafton. He was in with uh, Oldfield's had uh, November Lily or one of the Lily dogs and Brother Fox. And uh, my uncle had should be swift in it. And uh, the Lily dog won it. And I think Brother Fox runs second and we run third. So I know the dog real well. But he won the Hobart Thousand. He won the Biennial Classics, all the Harold Park Classics. Uh, the the, the one of the big things the dog done, uh, Melinda Gainsford in the 80s, people might remember her as a runner. She came from Narrabar around the Dubbo district. And one day they had a match race, Melinda Gainsford versus Brother Fox at Dubbo. They reckon they had 10,000 people on the course. Is that right? That's, yeah. uh, that's quite remarkable. Yeah, Shamane still says they were 10 deep. They said the bar takings that day, they, they kept asking to get more kegs in them days. And, <laughs> Um, it was just everyone. If Dave there. Stanley was around. You have to do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> for, for Dubbo to do and honour the dog, and Steve was a committee member years and years ago. He always asked me how the trees he planted are going there, um, um, and that's so. It just just might put Dubbo on the map rather than everyone's got a gold cup, mm. you know. When you you go on to the next one and the next one, where 
we might get people talking about Brother Fox and Dubbo and was already a, a combination there of Brother Fox and Dubbo. Great to hear. And, and just quickly, uh, plenty going on at Dubbo. You've recently updated the amenities and the track is routinely improved. Um, like you just touched on, uh, great things happening out west. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, we're in the process of just starting a new judge's tower, uh, steward's room and, and video room and that. It's going to cost us a couple of hundred thousand. We'll demolish the old one. Um, we've built trial kennels. The club's going from strength to strength. But not only do we have the Brother Fox on that night too, uh, we've got a, uh, some other stalwarts of the industry. Bill and Peg Miller race for naught to 2 for $10,000. Um, a $5,000 ground race, New South Wales 600-metre race and looking to have a feature three or four hundred metre race also. Uh, magnificent stuff. And uh, in my notes, much like Danehill in the thoroughbred world or even Northern Dancer, you'd be hard-pressed to find a line without Brother Fox in there somewhere. Is that right, Shane? Oh, he was he was a great stud dog. You'd, in today's age, I think we'd love to have a straw or two of him sitting in the fridge mm. like Brett Lee and, and, and the other foregone champions because uh, he was a gun stud dog. He was probably a better stud dog. He was a gun race dog, but he left his marches on the industry as a stud dog. Uh, wonderful stuff. Shane, thanks so much for coming on Going Greyhounds. Looking forward to, to hopefully catching up sometime soon, mate. All the best, Mark. Thank you very much. Shane Stiff, uh, the president of the Dubbo Grand Racing Club. The Brother Fox will be one to watch out for on the schedule. We'll do a quick break and wrap things up with Patch Adams. Nowra is forever linked to the Melbourne Cup. Archer, bred in Braidwood but trained at Tarara, just east of Nowra, won the first two renditions of Australia's Great Race, while Arwood, co-owned by a Nowra resident, hence the name, won the Cup in 1987. The Shoalhaven City Turf Club formed in 1960, Archer Racecourse opened in 1976 and the first ever tab meeting was held in 1981. Now it's time for the Country Championship Qualifier from Nowra, this Sunday on Sky Sports Radio. Get right up in the mountain yard, the back straight and the winner's circle anytime, anywhere. When you download the Tab app, you won't be locked out of live racing, so strap in. Make a date with every roughie, good thing and you beauty. Download the Tab app and get live racing across every Sky Racing channel now with an all-new watch and bet experience. Tab. Long may we play. Available online for tab account customers only. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1-800-858-858. Form Guide. Brought to you by Tab's Treble. First leg quaddy fail, it's treble time. TNC Supply. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1-800-858-858. Skipped breakfast. Dick Fane. The day after Super Bowl 55. What do you make of the game? I thought it was the worst Super Bowl I've seen in a long, long time. Don't go to work on an empty stomach. And that is not just because I was cheering for the Chiefs and I was tipping the Chiefs for you guys because I want to do my job and make some Australians some money. It was just because it was never a competitive football game and the only time that it was competitive in the first quarter, it was a boring first quarter. Shut up and drive. The Big Sports Breakfast. Weekdays from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio. Get into Totally Workwear Bridalby for all your workwear gear. We stock all the big brands like King G, Hard Yakka, Steel Blue, FXD and Cat with a huge range of shirts, pants, shorts and work boots. Need a fresh look for your business? We'll look after you with our custom embroidery and branding service. Come in store or we'll come to you. Open seven days and now till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Bridalby, 279 Victoria Road. 
From suits to boots, we've got you covered. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. We wrap things up here. Jason Adams not with us, but you'll be able to catch him on the catching pen this evening at 7pm on Sky Racing 2. Myself, along with Patch, as well as Jason Lincoln, we've got a great show for you coming up, plenty centred around the big night of racing from Victoria with the Rookie Rebel being race five. $3 currently, Fernando Caz with tab fixed odds. Uh, from $2.80 early doors, there has been a little nibble for Wallbanger, 26 into 19. We could have asked Patch if that was him. He's lucky enough to have a share and a greyhound going around in a Group 1. And as we had a chat with Tess Simmons, the owner of Incapacitated, it's at $7. Other markets to keep an eye on, obviously the Zoom top, 270 for Houdini Boy. Satraculant, the recent Gold Cup winner from up there in Queensland, $8 and is drawn inside once again. You've also got Sunset Burbsky, 485 50 Zach Manelli from uh, Western Australia after blitzing them in the uh, in well, many feature races going back the last couple of weeks. Here's Tears 550, and we've also got, of course, the Tim Lee, where Shimmershine is 270 from Box 8 in our group chat thread that we have for the Catching Pen. Jason Lincoln, Death Taxes, and Shimmershine from Box 8, $2.70 available. I hope I haven't given too much away there into what Jason likes for the Tem Lee. Also, the Western District's Derby, which produced Tigalong Tonk last year, I'm quite sure, has always been a very, very strong race, along with the Oaks uh, coming up this coming week. I think that'll be tomorrow. Also, we have heats of the Bulleye Gold Cup this Saturday night. Box draw to be released later on Tuesday. Markets will follow shortly after. Thanks to Tab. That wraps up Going Greyhounds for the 9th of February 2021. Big thank you to Greyhound Racing New South Wales as well as the dogs.com.au. Of course, our guests, great to have a chat to Mick Hardman, Tess Simmons, and as well as Shane Stiff from uh, the Dubbo Greyhound Racing Club. Don't forget the catching pen tonight, of course, chasing winners tomorrow evening, but we'll find you all of the winners. We've also got, of course, going Greyhounds on Thursday, Friday, as well as Sunday, the wrap-up with Jared Daffy. Wonderful to have your company, and I'll see you later tonight on the catching pen.